Hello, hello. Welcome to Taverns and Caverns Season 2. This is the Dungeon Master, Haphazard DM. And welcome back to all of our listeners that stuck with us through Season 1. And for any of you that are brand new to the show, welcome to the show. We have a fun and exciting cast of characters and a brand new story that is still canon to the overall plot. However, the story for season two is taking place on a separate continent known as Ashai. And for those listeners that listened to parts of season one, you all will know that there were two characters that came from the continent of Ashai, which was Yaito of Earth Sky and Eska, the sorceress of Aloria. But before we dig deeper into what's to come for the season, I want to go ahead and introduce all of our lovely players that are returning with us from season one. And we also have a brand new player that is replacing one of our prior players, but we're going to go ahead and introduce everyone. For those that don't know, again, I'm, I'm Ryan or Haphazard DM, and I'm going to be the dungeon master for this season of Taverns and Caverns. But we're going to go ahead and do a round table. Everyone is going to describe and talk about the characters that they will be playing for this season, as well as give you their names and a little bit of who they are. But let's go ahead and start with Bri. Welcome back, Bri. How you doing? Oh, you know, chilling. <laughs> so uh, my character I'm playing this time, very different. Um, I don't know if you guys ever listened to the side stories where I played Ishka Bibble Bogenheim. Uh, I am playing his aunt, Stella Bogenheim. Uh, she's a bard. She's a gnome. She's three foot two. So, you know, that's taller than some gnomes, you know. She's 225. So, like, that's what? Middle age for a gnome? Yeah, about middle age, yeah. She's traveled all around Tierster with her sister, Mariella. Um, and her sister eventually became a legend, but Stella was there the whole time, singing soundtracks, you know, making training montages, offering support. Where, where's my credit? My name is coming up in none of these folk tales. And so she's ready to get out of her sister's shadow, create her own legend, her own lore. And her ultimate dream is to become the headliner of a traveling music act and basically rub her sister's face in it. But to do that, <laughs> she's gotta she's gotta kick some ass. Um so she's draped in I wouldn't say fine clothes per se. Um although she's come into quite a bit of money in her time, she's not great with it. Um she loves to buy instruments, uh almost kind of buy her audiences by getting them drunk in bars and that ain't cheap. But when people are drunk, they tend to really listen to what you have to say in all of your songs. So anyway, she has an array of different color fabrics that are draped over her loose fitting, almost like a, think of a one of the oversized cardigans, but different parts of it are like a light pink, some are teal, some are yellow. And you know, all the battles that she's been through, she continues to patch up the same cardigan instead of getting another one. And she does it with whatever material is laying around, but it actually looks freaking sweet. She carries a rapier, she carries a crossbow, and she also has an array of spells that she can cast. She has a dark black pixie cut. I guess I'll tell you the rest later because I can't think of it. Oh, well, she has like really big green eyes. Like she's a pretty 
I don't know, I guess you could call her cute, but within her community, she just looks like a modest little old person walking with her nice fabrics, but uh, she's definitely not what you think. All right, I like, I'm liking the sound of this character, Stella Bogenheim. Uh, are we gonna get a little bit of Damien or Desiree in Stella or is Stella gonna be completely different? Um, you know, I think Damien, that's just part of me coming out. So hopefully <laughs> I can stay in character and Stella can be an entity of her own and be very different. Um, she's not nearly as cutthroat. Again, she is a people pleaser. She wants friends. She wants to be liked and revered. So she tends to keep her thoughts to herself and unless it comes to her sister or anyone trying to get in the way of her performing. She also cares a lot about the people around her because she is very family oriented. However, and I guess she's similar to Damien in that way, but you know, she's not a dick. Okay, right, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm gonna miss Damien and Desiree a little bit, but you know, that's not the last we'll hear from Cat and Co from season one. We will get back to Cat and Co's story because there is a lot they still have to accomplish. I am excited to see what you have in store for us with Stella Bogenheim. Well, thank you, Bri, for introducing yourself and your character. Let's go ahead and move on to our next player, Strife Rob. Rod or Strife? Strife Rob. Robert. Sorry. All right. Uh, my name Robert. is Robert Robert Jones, and I play a rogue phantom named Hota Lube, who is a black-haired hobgoblin uh, that's 38 with hazel eyes and beige skin. He's 5'9 and weigh 175 pounds. Um, he was born in a family and born a family with too many mouths to feed, basically from Kogu. And he was taught the sword by his father, who was trying to extend the line of samurai. Well, that ended shortly when he turned 14 and said, yeah, you're old enough. So he sent him to uh, be a soldier in Mogatar. And over the course of 24 years, he took bribes from local drug cartels, frequented brothels, pissed away money, gambling. Jesus, is this Game and, of Thrones? And sold weapons to buyers in Shimada. God damn. And he worked under a corrupt guy named Maru Stax, <laughs> who did everything Holta did, but worse. And when Holta tried to stop his corruption, he sent him on the front line when it was wartime to fight back uh, Koldar's forces. And he died on the battlefield and woke up five or so years later in Corpse Lake. I believe that's what it's called. Yes, it is. Corpse Lake. That's attached to Crimson River because of all the blood. Yep. So basically he woke up, looked around, see all these dead people, took some studded leather armor off a dead body and a, and a scimitar from the mud and made his way to God knows where... Uh, <laughs> He doesn't know how he or how or why he's alive, but he's alive. Okay. Hence the rogue phantom. <laughs> I like it. Big me it's vibes. Definitely I'm alive either. <laughs> definitely much different than Nomu as well. I'm liking it. Yeah. So basically his job for a while until he meets this group is he's been uh, tracking down information for, from people who try to cheat death and take information with them. So he will track them down. All right. You can't Perfect. escape. You can't escape with information even through death. And will our new Hota Lube, will he be saying things like, where's the milk? 
Action Surge. <laughs> no, this guy's more easygoing. He's just the everyman. He's not good, particularly. He's not bad either. He's just a man. All right. Perfect. I'm liking it. I yep. like the fact that we have a hobgoblin. It's not very often that I have players that play as hobgoblins in my campaign. So this is going to be exciting. Well, thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. Yep. And another returning cast member that we have with us is Felicia. Would you like to give us a little bit of information regarding your character? I am going to be playing Yome, and she is a cleric. So y'all better be nice if you want some (laughs) heals. Oh, God. (laughs) She is a shifter, and she has cute little fox ears and a tail. Um, And she, since she's a cleric, her god is the goddess Tiomi, which is, it's a goddess, right? It's so the it's gods, a it's a great animal spirit. So it's a fox, but it's a fee. I mean, Tiomi is a female fox. Okay. So Tiomi, the great fox spirit of luck and, cl- and cleverness. Um, so she has been tasked, like her family is a group of basically shrine people who watch over the shrines in the different areas. Um, so currently she is located on Ina Isle. And that means she might have met someone else who is also on Ina Isle. Um, and she has basically been tasked by her god to go out and find something that may help to bring peace back to Ashai as it's currently in a bit of turmoil. All right. And are we going to get a little bit of Asundra melty brain magic with this character? Or is she going to be completely different? Melty brain, but she might not be that sane. So we'll see. <laughs> not that. I don't think Asundra was all that sane. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Felicia. And last but not least, and who is the brand new player that will be replacing our old friend Julian from season one who played Ediar of House Sony. Rob, or I'm sorry, Rod. We'll just call you Rodimus because I always get Rob and Rod mixed up. So Rodimus, please introduce yourself and the character that you'll be playing for season two of Taverns and Captains. Uh, don't worry, Rob and Rob get mixed up a lot even at work i hear that all the time but uh i am rodimus or rod uh i will be playing roroy royce he is a artificer armorer uh blacksmith from uh ina isle as well he is young 21 he dresses he has studded leather for now leaving the island after his father tired of the islands off putter their neutralness to the situation he's out there trying to also make a name for himself hearing tales from his father which came from Tirister. so he kind of wants to live up to the adventures that he he heard as well as a child he is about 63 heavy set he has a skull cap or um, skull cap, skull reaper. Yeah, or like a uh, <laughs> no, like a bandana or whatnot. So you can't tell if he has any hair or not. You see him with goggles all the time, either on his face or up wearing them up. He also has a mustache, almost robotic. Like Robotnik. Robotnik. <laughs> Are we gonna be calling you Eggman? Uh, robotic. 
Robotnik. What the hell? Oh, that's the Bro- best way I could describe it. Robotic, <laughs> right? No, robot, robotnik like. Oh, straight up robotnik. Like, oh, yeah. As far as his mustache. Oh. Now, are we going with the cartoony robotnik, or are we going with the Jim Carrey robotnik? Well, Jim Carrey's is quite cartoony. That's true. Well, that's true. the kind of in between from the first robotnik movie to the second. So it's not as bushy and long, but it's getting there. All right. Sounds good. So, yeah, he's just young, brash, hasn't really seen the, the world for what it truly is. So kind of have a little naivety to him. All right. Perfect. So, so far. A little bit like a Sundra from season one. So thank you, Rod. And for those that don't know Rodimus, he has been a guest player on some of Taverns and Caverns side stories that we have had. So this isn't his first time with us, but this will be his first time as a main cast member for season two. But welcome to the group, Rodimus. It's awesome to have you with us, but I hope you all are ready for the exciting tales of a shy that I have cooked up for every single one of you. And for our listeners, as you heard, all of our players go over their characters. A lot of them have some or I should say most of them have very Asian Eastern themed characters. And that is because on the concept of a shy, we're going more with an Asian fantasy or Eastern theme with this setting. So I think it's going to be much different than the general fantasy that we had with the continent of Tearister. So this is going to be brand new content bunch of monsters and and areas that are brand new to the world of reverie that I have not necessarily dove into other than a couple of the side stories that explain some of the stuff going on. But before we begin our first episode, I do want to go over a quick little background of a shy for not only our players to give them a general idea of what's going on, but also for all you lovely listeners to get a little bit of an idea of what is happening on the continent of Ashai. And I know we went over some of that for those that remember Yaito of Earth Sky. He briefly mentioned some things that were going on. And for the listeners that have listened to parts of the side stories with Eska, she explains quite a bit of what's going on, which by the way, those remaining episodes of Eska and her crew and her band of adventurers will be released here fairly soon. But I'm gonna go ahead and kind of read off some of the stuff I have written. And we will begin the episode. So really quick, I didn't really, for the, for you guys, I didn't really grammar proof this. So <laughs> I'm just reading it straight off what I wrote last night. The content of a shy. It was fucking late. Here we go. The content of a shy is currently smothered by war due to an individual by the name of Emperor Baal of Koldar, who is wanting to expand his nation's territory. The nation of Koldar used to be a peaceful or used to be peaceful with the other nations of Ashai, but after the death of late Emperor Rudan, Koldar took a turn towards violence. The other nation of Ashai, nations of Ashai have bonded together to form an alliance in order to survive Koldar's onslaught. The nations of Mazugro, Shimara, Aloria, and parts of the Iwatsuni Isles have allied with one another. However, not long after the war began, Koldar was able to conquer the nation of Aloria. And for those that remember Eska's backstory, that's where she came from, was the nation of Aloria. And in the continent of Ashai, Aloria is the one nation 
that is a mixed bag that have not only residents of Ashai, but people that have moved to Ashai from Tearister. So Aloria is going to be the nation that is going to have most of your Western-themed type of setting from Tearister that is mixed into Ashai. But Ashai is a continent that is watched over by the Omnikami and the Earthly Sky Dragons. The Omnikami are the prominent pantheon of Ashai and consist of several great animal spirits, which all represent particular traits and values. So similar to the gods of Tearister, the Octatic Divine and the Heptatic Evils, the only difference here in Ashai is that the gods of Ashai are all represented by great animal spirits. But also, the earthly sky dragons are almost revered as much as the Omnikami. However, unlike the great animal spirits who are considered eternal, the earthly sky dragons are not. They are mortal. It is said that the Earthly Sky Dragons are descendants to many of the dragons who opposed the primordial of destruction, Tiamat herself, during the wars between the gods and the dragon lords. And for what most of you do remember from season one, we all remember the dragon lord that the Skull Reaver had tapped into a little bit. I know you guys remember that fight. <laughs> but that Tiamat is the primordial of destruction who is the complete opposite of the primordial of creation, which is reverie. And again, that is what this world is called as reverie. So the Ashayan history states that the Omnikami and the earthly sky dragons allied with one another in order to defeat the dragon lord Daimura, whom threatened all of Ashai with its power and its need to destroy. So much like Xandos, the raging fire, the Omnikami had to team up with the earthly sky dragons to defeat Daimura. Unfortunately, the battle against Daimura came at a high price for Ashai. During the battle between Daimura and the Omnikami, it is said that a tear in time and space was torn within reality itself. Through this tear, a force leaked through, which was powerful enough to corrupt the strongest of minds within the Omnikami and the dragons themselves. This tear led to a place of unknown, a void of uncertainty and corruption. The leaked force had a mind of its own and was sentient in its own way. This powerful being came to be known as Moritai of the Void. Moritai is a godly being who corrupts any and all who are unfortunate enough to come across its power. The Omnikami and the dragons could not defeat Moritai despite their collective efforts. And to this day, the Omnikami and the earthly sky dragons make it their duty to push back Moritai's advances whenever possible. However, with the sacrifice of many earthly sky dragons, the Omnikami were eventually able to seal the tear that led into the void, weakening Moritai's corruption for a time. However, Moritai's corruption continues to linger throughout Ashai to this day. The Omnikami have reduced Moritai's advances throughout history. However, in recent times, Moritai's corruption has seemingly increased for who knows what reason. The corruption affects any animal or mortal that it comes across. An animal or person taken by Moritai's corruption transforms into a demonic-like version of themselves with the sole purpose of devouring and corrupting all that is around them. These evil spirits slash demon-like beasts are known as Yaksha. That is going to be a term that we use frequently during season two is Yaksha. So examples of Yaksha which we've gotten in some of our side stories are, for example, the Oni. The Oni is a monster in D&D, and as well, it is a Japanese lord creature or monster 
But in the world of Ashai, or the Reverie on the land of Ashai, the Oni are basically just ogres of Ashai that have been corrupted by the power of Moritai. And another primary example of a Yaksha that has increased in power and intelligence are the Rakshasha, which are corrupted tigers and or tiger shifters that have been taken by Moritai's corruption. And for those that know, no Rakshashas, there are some evil fucking demonic tiger beings in the world of D&D. &D. I know, I know, Robert, you know what the Rakshasha are. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> but the Rakshasha are one of the Moritai's most powerful creations and were created as an insult to Nimwa, the great tiger spirit of the Omnikami. So the Rakshasha are going to play a major role as well when it comes to the faction of the Yaksha. To this day, the Yaksha have continued to ravage parts of Ashai, taking advantage of the war between the nations to infiltrate and devour the unfortunate ones who are too weak to defend themselves. And that is where our lovely cast of players are going to come in, because despite the war that ravages Ashai, each nation has had to rely on others, such as adventurers, townsfolk, and those who aren't soldiers, or anyone that is brave enough to help cleanse the corruption and to keep it from spreading all throughout Ashai. And despite knowing the dangers of the Yaksha and Moritai's corruption, Emperor Baal continues to lead Koldar into a senseless war for his own hidden agenda. Now, I know what the hidden agenda is, and maybe that will spill out as we go through the story of season two. You guys will definitely learn more about Emperor Baal in the coming future. However, with each nation providing a few soldiers to help against the corruption when possible. The threat of Koldar looms heavily over their shoulders. The Alliance has formed a specialized task force known as the Purifiers, or I should say not the Purifiers, but the Ashayan Guard, which is made up of those brave enough and willing to combat the Yaksha. The sole purpose of the Ashayan Guard is to cleanse Ashai of the Yaksha and all of Moritai's corruption, destroying evil where it stands and protecting all that it threatens. So, one more paragraph, I, I promise. <laughs> so, the, the Omnikami have also been known to bless specific groups of people within or with their power. So, this is going to be slightly different for those that listen to season one. I did not use the term Warforged for the race of Warforged from D&D, but instead of Warforged, I changed it to the Revenant. It's going to be much exactly the same with the Shifters of Ashai. They're going to be labeled as a different name versus shifter, which is what they're called in Tirister. But you're about, to, you're about to find out why shifters are called something different here. But it is because the Omnikami have blessed specific groups of people with their, these powers. And that is what led to the creation of the Yeki. Yeki is a race in Ashai that are considered to be blessed by the great animal spirits and they gain the physical characteristics and traits to the animal spirit which blessed them. And because of this, the Yeki are mostly seen as divine and are well-respected throughout the continent. Yeki that are caught performing any evil-like deeds are also quickly shunned and labeled as corrupted traitors to the general public of Ashai. So the Yeki can be found in all nations of Ashai and are mostly known to share the characteristics from the great animal spirits that form the Omnikami. Now, the Omnikami is comprised of seven great animal spirits. That is Phias, who is the great deer spirit of kindness and grace. Raicho, the great crane spirit of harmony and beauty. Tioga, the great turtle spirit of protection and tranquility. 
Nimwa, the great tiger spirit of strength and cuttingness. Obak, the great elephant spirit of wisdom and loyalty. Jihi, the great monkey spirit of adventure of joy. And then last but not least, Tiomi, the great fox spirit of luck. Felicia's character Yome follows. What is the Nimwa again? Nimwa is the great tiger spirit oh, yeah. of strength right. and cunningness. And that is where Moritai shunned Nimwa by making the Rakshasha, which are basically evil tiger corrupted versions of, of Nimwa. So Nimwa is going to be wildly known or widely known all throughout Ashai as like the, the great animal spirit of strength because Nimwa is a tiger and he will fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> but that, however, does not mean that the Yeki are limited to the Omnikami spirits for there are several lesser animal spirits that may also choose to bless people. So by that means, does it mean that those great animal spirits are the only quote unquote yeki slash shifters you'll see? You might probably see a yeki who has maybe like a, a rabbit or something tied to them or something else. So there are definitely lesser animal spirits, but they are not part of the Omnicom. But with that crammed knowledge <laughs> that I just forced you guys to, 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 to eat in your brains. Let's go ahead and start the very first episode of Taverns and Caverns season two. I hope you guys are excited. Do you, any of you have questions regarding any of that information I just threw over you guys? <laughs> um, not yet. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, so with that being the case, I know all of you guys' backstories and you, a lot of you just shared all of that as well with our listeners. However, we're going to be starting episode one in a port town in the nation of Shimada, which is the southeastern nation of Ashai. There are four main nations that comprise the mainlands of Ashai. You have Koldar, which is to the northwest, Aloria to the southwest. Then you have Mazugro, which is to the northeast, and Shimada to the southeast. So our journey begins in a small port town known as Kizawa, which is located to the very south area or portion of Shimada, and it is along the Kasuda Bay. Many people that travel from Tiarister or the Iwatsuni Isles, which the Iwatsuni Isles are located to the west, more like southwest of the mainlands of Ashai. Many of the individuals that travel to Ashai will come through the Iwatsuni Isles and then into either Koldar. Aloria or Shimada. However, due to the recent war that has taken place, and this war has been going on for many years now, most people do not go to Koldar due to the threatening presence that the Koldarians impose on its people and to travelers that do not benefit them. So many people travel straight to Shimara now because, as I mentioned, Aloria has been conquered by Koldar. Now, Koldar soldiers have infiltrated Aloria and have taken over, but that doesn't mean Aloria is completely lost. There are obviously going to be Alorian militia and soldiers who attempt to fight back their aggressors to take back their country, obviously. However, for the most part, Aloria is considered unsafe to many travelers, which is why we'll be starting our story in the small port town of Kizawa. So, Given the fact that Ina Island is one of the eight islands that comprise the Iwatsuni Isles, we have two characters, Yome and Roy Royce, who are coming from actually the same island, Ina Isle, 
as well as Stella Bogenheim, who is from Tirister, as Bry told us. And with Stella traveling to Ashai, she would have most likely stopped in on one of the islands at the Iwatsuni Isles and then traveled from there to Shimada due to the current situation that's going on. But with the three of you traveling to the mainland of Ashai, I'm going to go ahead and say that you all arrived in the port town of Kizawa and you have been hanging around town, learning about the current situation and what's going on for the last couple of days. You've been there long enough to get a general idea of what's going on and to plan your next actions. Now, unlike those three, Hota Lube, Robert's character, comes from Mazuguro, the nation to the north of Shimada, and he is doing his own thing. And we're just going to say that Hota has found his way to this port town as well, for whatever reason Robert wants to say. He's, he's a traveling phantom. So whatever reason he's got, that's the reason he's got. But while all four of you have been in Kizawa and near the outskirts of Kizawa, you all have gained some knowledge recently that the current lord that oversees Kizawa is governed by Lord Oshiro. He is not only the lord of the port town Kizawa, he is also the commanding officer who has been in charge of overseeing the war efforts on the western front of Shimada going into Aloria. With Aloria being conquered, we have Koldarian soldiers who have now began attacking Shimada from the west. So Lord Oshiro being loved by his people and being loyal to the alliance has been tasked to not only oversee the war efforts of the soldiers on the west side of the nation, but he is also tasked with protecting his people and the people of Shimada that are near his territory. Now, with that being the case, you all know about the Yaksha at this point in time. Hota, you, Hota, Yome, and Roroi, you all understand the Yaksha. You understand Moritai. Now, as far as Stella Bogenheim goes, I would say, Stella, you have learned a great deal of what the Yaksha are during your last couple of days or months, however long your character has been here. You have gained that knowledge, so it's fairly common knowledge to you. But due to the war efforts, as I mentioned, the Yaksha have been much more frequently showing their faces and have been dangerous to the people of Shimada because obviously many of the soldiers are out on the front lines doing battle against Koldar, leaving very few manpower to protect its own people from the Yaksha. So you all hear of a request. Lord Oshiro has requested nearby adventurers, townspeople, uh, whatever, whoever, to come to his residence in order to become a purifier for the Ashayan guard. And what you all see and have heard of are there are pamphlets, flyers of information for those that want a name for them, to make a name for themselves, for those that want to make money, those that want to travel, or for those that need a specific purpose for their lives. Lord Oshiro has invited those to his residence to become a, a Cheyenne guard, a purifier for the guard. And whatever reason your characters 
come to this event. That is for you to say. It's whatever you guys want. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start this session, though, with everyone. You are all standing. It is midday. And you are all standing within the walls and the gates of Lord Oshiro's, I don't want to say castle, but his, his massive home that is well guarded by several samurai and others. And while standing in this courtyard, you can see the beautiful sakura blossoms all around you. The courtyard is beautiful, but you are standing there with many other individuals around you. You are not alone. It's not just the four of you. There are several people there with you, whether they be townspeople from Kizawa or other adventurers. You see an ogre who is standing there in the back with this giant great club over his shoulder, and he's just scratching the side of his, of his gut as he's looking around. You see goblins walking around talking amongst one another and orcs, and you see a couple of dwarves, actually. There are a few dwarves here along standing there with you in this courtyard. But as all of you and all of the other adventurers finish walking into the courtyard, the giant gates that lead into this residence in this courtyard, they slowly shut. And you all see these, these Shimaran soldiers. They look very samurai-like. And the nation of Shimada is very... I went for a Japanese-themed aesthetic with the nation of Shimada. You can see the samurai standing guard. And as the doors to the gates behind you shut, you hear this horn blow and drums begin to play. And stepping out of the giant home or mansion in front of you is Lord Oshiro himself. And he steps out with his armor on him and his katana to his side. But alongside of Lord Oshiro, there is a monk that also steps out alongside of him by the name of Soga. And as all of you are standing there in this courtyard, as Lord Oshiro steps out, you hear these drums playing. You hear a, one of the soldiers, he just yells out, Lord Oshiro stands before you, fall in line. And as you hear that, what are all of you thinking or doing as you're seeing this? Stella is looking around to see if people are actually going to listen to him. And if they do, she does. Hope to being a previous soldier, he looks around and immediately stands in attention. Okay. And what is Roy and Yome doing? You can see the ogre. The ogre steps forward and the goblins and the orcs nearby also, they, they fall in line as well. They seem to be fairly well... I don't want to say trained, but disciplined. Yome sort of shifts. She was looking pretty bored, and now she shifts and sits up straight and <laughs> is paying attention. She knows she's supposed to like be a little bit more on point, but she's not quite good at it. <laughs> okay. Stella turns at the very last minute, like with everyone looking back and forth to make sure she's doing it correctly. Roroi was uh, tinkering with his gauntlets until he heard Lord, and he stands up in attention as well, knowing that he needs okay. to show respect. So as as you all see the others begin to, you know, stand in line to, to begin to pay their respects to Lord Oshiro, you can see this man known as Oshiro steps forward to face all of you, along with this monk at his side. You can see this monk has this long quarterstaff that he's using to to walk and. Around his neck, he has these large monk beads. 
as he also has these these beads around his wrist as he's holding them in his hands. And he just looks at you. The monk looks at you as Lord Oshiro steps forward. And as he does, he speaks out, Welcome to my domain, adventurers. I am Lord Oshiro, the lord of this area and the commander of the war front that is taking place along the borders of Shimada and Aloria. I welcome you to my invitation to join the Ashayan God. And as he says this, he steps forward again and he begins to pace himself as if he's walking down the line that you all just formed. And he has his arms folded as he is looking into your eyes, every single one of you, as if he's studying your movements. He's just paying attention to see how your, your movements are and to see how you guys react and to, to, to study every single one of you. But as he's doing so, he goes, as you all know, Ashai has been corrupted by the god of the void, Moritai, forming what is known as the Yaksha. Due to the war with Koldar, Shimara has not, or does not have the manpower to protect many of its residents and the people from the evil Yaksha. That is where the Ashayan guard come into play. You all are here because you saw the pamphlets or the information, or you've heard word that you can become an Ashayan guard, a purifier, if they will. The duty of the Ashayan guard are to purify all of the Yaksha that threaten our lovely domain. You are here to find purpose. You are here to seek glory. You are here to defend your brethren from the corruption of Moritai. The job and duty of a purifier is not one that pays well. So for those that are here strictly for the money, you're here for the wrong reasons. Those that fight the Yaksha die every day. Those that are here must be brave in heart and in mind. This is not a job for those that are here just to make ends meet. And he's looking over you as he's trying to see those that might have a shift in their expressions regarding the pay not being very well. However, those that require a purpose to save and to protect the brethren and the homeland from Moritai itself have come to the right place. With that being said, all of you here have shown interest in becoming a purifier. Those that are not brave enough and those that are here for the money alone will not make it out. A purifier dies every hour, every day. Those that are here, you must recognize that. And as he's looking around, he's, he looks down at one of the goblins. One of the goblins is sweating a little bit as Oshiro stands over the goblin. And he looks down at the goblin. You are sweating. Are you nervous? And the goblin looks up. Nah, I was thinking we'd make some decent money here. <sighs> There is no money to be made here as a purifier. All of the money goes towards the war efforts and to feed the people of the Alliance. If you're here for the money, leave. And the goblin, he just looks at the rest of you and the others. 
Ah! Ah, I'm not here for that. I want to make money. I'm not here to risk my life without the pay. And you can see the goblin turns around and he begins to walk away from everyone. You can see the gates slowly open as the guards escort the goblin out. And Oshiro just looks up at everyone else. Good. I don't want anyone like that in our forces anyways. Anyone else wish to leave while you still can? Holter shake his head no. He ain't going to say nothing, though. <laughs> he ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> He's used to this, man. It's, he shouldn't be anymore, but... When you've been a soldier for over 24 years, he's kind of gotten adapted to that life. Of course. Not getting paid. <laughs> he's used to that. Well, there is there is pay. It's just <laughs> not much. <laughs> it's not a it's not a career most people would want. Buy us the that. cheapest meal. But as Oshiro looks at the goblin that begins to walk away he looks over at predominantly he notices stella because stella is a gnome and for a shy the races that currently live in a shy they are you know diverse but gnomes are not common in a shy gnomes are more of a race that come from tierister so oshiro definitely notices stella and he begins to walk towards stella's way and he looks down at stella since he towers over he's about six two you, what is your name? She looks to her left, to her right, and the top of her head is almost touching the middle of her back. She's really <laughs> trying to get up and, and see who this is, but she's not intimidated. Um, but, oh, <laughs> making sure you were <clears throat> talking to me. Stella Bogenheim, sir. Stella Bogenheim. Mm -hmm. That is a name that sounds like it comes from the land of Tirister. Tell me, Stella Bogenheim, what brings you here to Ashai, my home nation of Shimada? Or are you from Ashai, my friend? Feeling a little singled out here. Um, yeah, no, I'm honestly here to prove myself. Here to prove yourself. Very good. I am not singling you out by any means, but it is very rare for us to see gnomes come through our land. And the job that you are here to partake in is not one that is to be taken lightly, my friend. I just want to make sure that you have an understanding, if you are from Tirister, that this is not a job for the lighthearted. But if you're here to fight off the threat of the auction and to make a name for yourself, then perhaps you are here in the, in the right place. I just want to make sure you understand that, Stella Bogenheim. Are we clear? Oh, absolutely. You've never, ever met anyone like me. I promise you that. Mm, very good. If you are willing to fight and defend the people of Ashai, from Moritai itself, then you are welcome amongst our ranks. And he begins to walk again, and he's looking around the crowd, and he notices he notices Hota Lubei, because Hota also mentions or stated a comment as well. And he looks at the hobgoblin. He stiffens. 
<laughs> he walks over to Hota and he stands in front of Hota. Although Hota's, Hota's, you know, used to this, he's he's mm-hmm. still looking at the commanding officer of the Shimaran Alliance for this section of Shimada. And Lord Osha just looks at him. You, why are you here? Why would you take up the name of a with a title of a purifier? Why would you join the Ashayan Guard? Tell me. Well, to be honest, my lord, uh, not many people are looking for information uh, trackers nowadays. So I'm looking to scrape up some new work, if you would, my lord. Some new work, you say. Interesting. And you have experience with combat, my friend. Uh, uh, I've been trained in the sword by my father, if it please you. Hmm. He as, as he looks over Hoda, he looks at the rest of you all as well. Remember, this is a fight for your life. This is not some mere bandits or thieves attacking your village back home. No, this is the Aksha. They are demons, evil spirits that corrupt anything it touches. You will be fighting for your life from this day forward. If you do not have experience, you will be gaining it very soon. Believe me in that. And he looks over and he spots Yome, who is the only Yeki in the crowd at this moment. She's currently, um, her eyes are closed and she's got like one eyebrow up and she's getting a little irritated and she has her fingers out and she's like poking them together. He walks over towards Yome. Is Yome dressed like a, a, a shrine maiden, you said? Yeah, so I think I, what I want to do with her clothing, because I can't decide yet, is like sort of like long, um, like a longish skirt. I haven't decided if it's going to be red and white, like a traditional shrine maiden or not. But and then like some armor on the side and around her waist. Okay. With like a wrap top, like a you know, right. like kimono top. Okay. Why? Well, I I was going to ask if uh, Oshiro's. Oh, uh, okay. He looks at Yome as he walks up to her. Yeki, you look like you come from one of the shrines. Where are you from? Well, shoot, that's not really my name, but I follow Tiomi. Ah, a Yeki of the great fox spirit, Tiomi. We are welcome to have a Yeki such as yourself amongst our ranks, but tell me, do you have combat experience, young one? Well, I can definitely hit stuff. And if you ask real nice, I could probably heal you a little bit if you get hurt. Mm, a healer. A healer will be well in our ranks. Healers are always needed. For purifiers see death on a daily basis. And he looks around again. And he notices Roy Royce. What is Roy Royce doing at this, this current moment? He's... His eyes are kind of shifting around. It's a bit nervous. Uh, trying to keep quiet. Trying to stay still, but he's kind of fidgeting a little bit. Yome hits him on his shoulder. And she goes, heck, you're from Ina Island too, right? Stella yes. stops yes, mid-chew in her potato mm-hmm. chips. When she hears that, and looks down the line. <laughs> She's heard of that. So oh, well, um, that's where she hears that. Her sister, whose shadow she's in, has traveled for her next uh, journey. Oh, 
I don't know about that, but. Yeah, that was just an observation. <laughs> okay. Yome smacks <laughs> Roroy and she says, well, he's, he's going to for sure help out. He's a real nice guy. Oshiro looks over at Roroy. I just voluntold you. And he just, he has this smile on his face. Ah, both of you from Ina Island, from the Iwatsuni Isles. Ina Island is a, an island that is neutral in this war. Tell me, why have both of you come? And are you prepared to see the devastation of the war as well as the Yaksha here on the mainlands? It surprises me that the Ina clan stays neutral despite being from Shimara themselves. Tell me, why are you both here? Yome scoots in front of Roroy just a little bit so you, you just see her instead of Roroy. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. <laughs> and she's like, well, well, Tiomi sent me out to look for, you know, something that could help. It's been it's been pretty crazy out there and she's really getting sick of it. So, ah, the Omni Kami have spoken to you themselves and have sent you here. If you follow the great fox spirit, Tiomi, then I do not have any questions for you. However, he looks over at Roy, you, my friend. Answer the question. Members from Ina Isle are neutral in the war, and it strikes me as irritating that those that are from Shimada would stay and remain neutral despite Koldar's push against the Alliance. Why are you here? And he just stares at Roroy with this intimidating presence. He cowers just a little bit, but trying to hide it. Well, well, my lord, I also agree. So did my father. Uh, also, I am here to field test some armor. Uh, trying to help out whatever way I can, my lord. Mm. He looks over the armor. Are you currently wearing your armor? No. No. Okay. Okay. Well, he looks over you one last moment and he, he takes in what you just said. Your armor, equipment, you say. What are you? A blacksmith? Why, yes. Yes. Royal, uh, royal uh, he just kind of stammers a little bit, still intimidated. Uh, mm. I, but my shop is one of the finest in Ina Island, sir. You have your own shop. Yes, my lord. I hope you know the battlefield is nowhere for those. It is no place for those that have not had combat experience. Do you have combat experience, blacksmith? He's lying when he says this. Yes, sir. I have. Uh... Make me a <laughs> make me a roll for that. A, de- a deception or. Alrighty. Deception. He knew this was coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Oh no. All right. So go ahead and go ahead and say what you're about to say. Roast uh, roll of season two. That's a nine. A nine. <laughs> yes, sir. I had uh, plenty of uh, common experiences. Uh, he points to what looks like a, a stealth sword, but it's really a, a bokeh, and he kind of taps it. Just, I'm very fine with the uh, blade, sir, my lord. 
uh, yeah. He he looks at you, and he can see that you're sweating. I'm gonna make a roll. All right. He raises an eyebrow at you. What was your name again? Roy Royce, my lord. Mm. Roy Royce. He leans forward. I have no place in my ranks, nor does Soga, the monk back there over my shoulder. We have no places for liars here in the Ashayan Guard. Can I try to persuade him? Yeah. Persuade, persuade or deception? That would be either... Well, you can do either way. Are you trying to dece- uh, deceive him or are you trying to persuade him that he has experience? I mean, it's probably still me lying, but I was going to persuade him to take him. Do a deception then, if you're straight up lying. Okay, you rolled natural 20 <laughs> for a 21. I'm very, very curious. <laughs> All right, so All right. What, what do you say? I, uh, I slap Roy again. I'm like... Well, heck, sir, don't worry about that. I've seen him fight plenty of times. I told you we're from the same island. One he, time, I saw him fight it. We're fighting, what is it, Yaksha? Yaksha. One time, I saw him take out a Yaksha on his own. Can you believe oh. that? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I myself have faced a Yaksha, and I gotta say, it took 10 of us. I don't think anyone was talking to you anyway. Listen, I'm no. telling you, this guy can fight. He can make weapons, and he can use them. It's pretty sweet. I see then. Follower of Tiomi, then you wouldn't mind if you are teamed up with Roy then against the Aksha. Of course not. Mm. Very well. His life is in your hands. As long as he says please. Pretty please. <laughs> we love to hear that. Ooh. This, is, <laughs> this is the last warning I shall give every single one of you. If you feel like it is not in your hearts, or if you feel that giving your life away for the cause is not something you wish to do, then I will say step back and turn now. This is the last opportunity you will have to do so. For those that join the Ashayan God and become a purifier, once you are a purifier, you are always a purifier. You will not... Taint the name and the title of the Ashayan God. If we are to catch any single one of you doing any vile deeds that is against the Ashayan God's code, you shall be hunted down and executed where you stand. Even followers of (laughs) the Omnikami. To take the title of a purifier, to join the Ashayan God, is the truest that one can do here in Ashai. If we catch you stealing, looting, pillaging, using the title for your own benefit, you shall be hunted as if you were Yaksha yourselves. Understand that. Mm-hmm. Good thing we didn't bring Damien. Yes, my lord. <laughs> I'm definitely here for my own gain, but uh, I'll be long gone by the time he figures that out. Waiting for anyone else to possibly walk away. He notices that everyone else seems to stay and with that the gates slowly begin to close and as that happens lord oshiro he nods good it is an honor to take the position of a shy and guard to become a purifier for a shy and with the title comes the badge he looks over his shoulder soga if you would this is 
an Ashayan or a Shimaran monk by the name of Soga. Soga these nuts. He <laughs> will be administering the badges that each of you will receive. And he takes a step back as the monk steps forward and the bald monk, middle-aged, he steps forward and he's going to start going down the line. And you can see he begins to reach into his, his robes and he pulls out these badges. They're very thin paper-like badges that you all will have access to. You all will be given an individual badge. And he begins to hand these badges out. And as he does so, you can see he has these prayer beads in his hands as he looks like he is chanting some words each time he provides someone in the line a badge, he chants, and you can see magic aura coming from his hand as if he's imbuing something to these badges. And Soga speaks out, what I am doing, I am, I am encrypting magic that will keep these badges strictly to you. These badges are not to be traded or not to be given away. The magic that I have imbued in these will be tying you to your badge specifically. It is proof that you are a purifier of the Ashayan God. Whenever your title is in question, show this badge to prove yourselves. No one will be able to take the badge from you due to the magics. The only time someone can take the badge from you is if you are to die. However, after your death, the badge too will burn into ashes a few hours afterwards. And as he's giving you these badges, it's basically like to prove yourselves that you are a purifier. It's like having a badge if you were a cop, for example. Mm -hmm. And he gives each and every single one of you a badge as well. And as he's doing so, he's asking for your names. And on the badge, he's also using the magic to inscribe your name to this badge. Think of it as like your Adventurer's Guild passport or whatever badge that we gave you in season one. Yome is super fucking pumped. She is like, she's a middle child, so she has <laughs> problems. Does it have like our picture on it or names? It does not have picture. It just has your names. Okay. The, the, the proof that it is your badge is that no one can take it from you. It is, it is basically okay. enchanted to you and only you. Okay, okay. Uh, Lodoy is going to ask, uh, can, can we uh, customize these? <laughs> Soga looks over at Roy. What do you mean, customize? I mean, I would like to have my, my craft symbol on the badge if, if that's okay. You may do whatever you want to do with your badges. Sweet. Just keep in mind that these are your badges for the rest of time. Treat them well, and they are your proof to get into certain areas that only the Ashayan God may have access to. When questioned, show the badge. It will light up when you go to show it as proof that you are indeed the owner of the badge. Honestly, don't you hand these out kind of easy? Don't you want us to work for it a little bit? Oh, trust me. Your first mission against the Yaksha is tomorrow. You'll be working for it indeed. And he smiles at Yome. It's kind of weird. Stella's in line moving around. 
It's official like a whistle. I'm a purifier, A. I am not a liar, A. Can't wait to rub this shit in my sister's face. So like, like we could just flash this. Like, okay. boom, it's it's us. Me and my fires. <laughs> Soga looks over at Stella. Me and oh, my fires. Of course you can flash it to show that you are of the Ashaian God, to show that you are a purifier of Ashai. But remember what Lord Oshiro said. Do not use this title in any ill way. For yeah, we yeah. do not condone evil. Oh, no, it's not evil. It's come up. I'll say, what's evil? Like, you know, if you want, like, a hotel room, maybe you want a better one. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that evil? That is bribery. And that's not bri- that's not. God, bribery. I can't bring my best to the fight if I'm, I don't know, that's not, sleeping right, that's on the floor. Bribery. That is, I'm just letting you know that, like, you know, maybe you, you see it and you're like, oh, that's an important person. That's not bribery. You know, you just might want to give me a better. There's word. a little. There's a little bit of an ethics questionable issue there. Yeah, and just like real life ethics, the yeah, people which, at the top don't have to listen to that shit. The people at the bottom do, and we're at the top. Which we're your alignment? At the bottom. No, we're at the top. What's your alignment? Chaotic good. Mine too. Chaotic. Okay. <laughs> right, just chaotic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because that's not bribery. I didn't say. Look at my badge. Who are you, Damien? Uh, uh, listen i want to set the ground rules i just want to know like maybe i only have 50 gold but then i like you know put that on the table like you know how you put your phone on the table like you put your badge on the table and like you sit down and you're like listen i only got 50 gold like uh, what's the best meal i can get 50 gold maybe they give you a discount i didn't ask for a discount you know what i'm saying i mean we'll see maybe you can maybe some people will take it maybe some won't it just depends they don't have to. I thought, uh, yeah, I didn't say I'm going to beat your ass if you don't give me a better. <laughs> no, I just feel like you should be alone. Like there's a purifier's discount. Put the sign up. So I don't waste my time. Exactly. Thank in here you. Like I'm going to buy some. Like stuff. a military discount. <laughs> like yeah. y'all got a purifier discount. Yeah, I feel like she has a point. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we'll see. We just can't run pockets. Or can we if they're dead? Because there's no. Is there a crime if no one sees it? Yes, no, there is. Is it evil if no one sees it? cannot dishonor the title. And who knows what dishonoring means? Maybe that's something you'll learn as we I go. D- that's why I'm trying to clarify before well, I we'll accept see. the conditions. We'll see. You know, Holt's a shiver- shivering on that one. <laughs> I'm not going to run pockets. It's fine. I have shrine money that I'm going to take. Shrine money. money. That <laughs> sounds so corrupt. No. Oh my god. They sent god. me out to do a job, therefore you're paying me. Yeah, I got this shrine money. Wait, what? <laughs> I got more money than Eddie are. He got uh, shit. She's a corrupt Eddie <laughs> I'm not corrupt. More money than who? <laughs> you sent me out to do a job. It's like when your job sends you, you know, to like whatever. Like Alabama, how they send Nick to Alabama. They got to pay for that shit. I'm on the job. Salary. All right. Give me my salary. So the monk just looks at you. So you're legit asking him that. No, I didn't say that at all. We're talking amongst ourselves. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, you all receive your Cheyenne Guard badge. As you do, the monk Soga, he steps back 
and he just nods as Lord Oshiro steps forward again. It is an honor to have all of you amongst our ranks. You have served and will serve the nation or the constant of a shy with your lives. And from this day forward, honor us all. You will be respected amongst the entire continent. Now that you are all properly been named entitled purifiers of the Ashayan God, we will begin the festivities. Tonight, you shall dine here in my very residence amongst your fellow purifiers that stand with you in the courtyard. This will be the perfect opportunity to get to know one another because all of you shall be divvied into separate parties for the time being. So get to know one another because you are going to be family on the battlefield for a period of time, indefinitely, until told otherwise. I have inspected every single last one of you and I will be forming the parties that will be your family members from this day forward. So when I call you or point at you, step forward and everyone gets in line. And as you all get back in the line, he looks at every single one of you and he slowly points over at Yome, the shrine maiden. He stands real tall, He's paying attention now. You step forward, maiden. You made it uh, your concern with the blacksmith, Roy Royce. Therefore, you'll be watching over him. You two will be part of the same squad. Both of you step forward. She puts her hand up and says, yes, sir. Blacksmith, step forward. Yes, my lord. He steps forward. Step up there. He steps forward. Both of you from Ina Isle have much to prove. Now, I am making a team of four. So there'll be two more that join your little squad here. And he looks around. And he points over at Stella Bogenheim. The gnome from Tirista, Stella Bogenheim, you have something to prove. You shall be joining these two as well. Step forward. <laughs> Whoop. Sweet. This is kind of the group that I wanted. Um, I got to talk to you guys later about something. <laughs> as you're saying this. Yome looks over with big eyes like, what the fuck already? <laughs> yeah. Roy uh, looks confused. Oshiro then looks over at the last member for this party. It happens to be the hobgoblin Hota Lube. Hota, step forward. You are the last member of this party. I sense experience in you. You will be the one to make sure that Roy and Yome here are safe on their travels, for they are far from home, as well as Stella Bogenheim. An honor, my lord. An honor. He steps forward, nods stiffly. Oh, great. And walks over to the group. Stiff. It's gonna be the boring one. He looks like a a soldier who's on guard. Stella's (laughs) facing forward, but her lips curl towards Roroi and Yumi, and she goes, Yomei, she goes, uh... I think we're going to have to sneak off to do the stuff we want to do. 
Why? Pay attention to the Lord. Ew. He's speaking. Gross. As, as the four of you. That tongue is not for boot licking, Rob. <laughs> or is it? Maybe it is. I don't know what you do with it. Lord Osho. He can looks, lick this boot. <laughs> he, like, he looks at the four of you. There is discipline that needs to be had here. The four of you will be watching each other's backs on the battlefield against the Yaksha and possibly even the Koldarian soldiers themselves. For now, you represent not only purifiers, but also part of the alliance. For the Koldarians are just as evil as the Yaksha themselves, from what I have seen. Now, Tonight, during the festivities, will be a time for you to get to know one another. So I would suggest that you do so and become great friends for tomorrow's mission. Some of you may not make it out alive. You'll need to rely on one another. And he goes back down through the line. He gets to call out others that are standing there with you to make these other parties. And as he does so, he eventually makes three squads. There are three squads of four. So there's enough of you to make four or three squads of four. And after he gets all the squads together, he steps back. We shall begin the festivities tonight. Enjoy the last night that you have here in Kizawa for the time being, for it may be your last, and it may be your last delicious, scrumptious meal that you may ever have. While you are enjoying yourselves and getting to know one another, I will be preparing your transportation for all three squads that I have formed today will be going their separate ways. You'll be given your mission later tonight by Soga himself. But for now, enjoy yourselves. And as he does so, he opens his hand forward to the doors behind him that goes into his residence. You can see some of the guards open the doors and there are some servants that step out to welcome you all into the dining hall of his mansion or whatever you want to call it. And as you do so, we will start the festivities. You all now find yourselves in this massive dining hall. And all of you obviously are required to remove your shoes to do so before stepping into the residence. But as you all are escorted to the dining hall, you can see the tables there are split in between different sections so that you may sit with your now designed or designated group of purifiers. So the four of you are now sitting at a table and you can see the other two groups. They're not far from you. You're all in the same room, but the festivities have begun. The food is being served. The drinks are being served. And Lord Oshiro is nowhere to be seen. Uh, neither is the monk Soga, but there are several of the guards, the samurai standing guard watching over you to make sure none of you do anything too out of hand. Wait, uh, you said the Lord's gone, right? Currently, yeah. yes. And I'm sitting at my table? Yes. Yeah. You see Hota slouch solo in his seat, <laughs> and he says something, oh. and God's like, oh, Shada! And he... Throws his arm back, scratches his butt, scratches his belly, and it pulls oh. out a pipe with herbs and lights a torch to start smoking. Stella's eyebrow raises as she's taking some food. Mm, oh, it's hard to function when you got a lord breather down my neck. 
you know? Uh, yeah, I, I do. You Are you like two different belly? people? Oh, wait, what are you on about? Is uh. this like a personality thing? I think no. so, but this looks to be working to our advantage. Fair. I like uh, this version. You want to hear this? Uh, no. Uh, no, not here. Thanks, yeah. though. I got it from Mogatar. Pretty good stuff if you trust model stacks, and I do not trust model stacks. I don't even trust you. I find that offensive. He <laughs> takes another hit. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> And he's just looking off while, in the distance. Um, so here's the thing. While we're being honest, can I tell you guys something? Yeah, sure. I did lie about Roroy. I've never seen him fight. Oh, that wasn't hard to see through. Uh, I, I greatly appreciate it. Well, I rolled a 20, I so I feel like it was hard to see through. Thank you. Oh, for him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of a given, child. Even he looked shocked when you said he killed a Raksha. Even the DM was shocked you rolled a 20. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I greatly appreciate it again. So I just really know, wanted him Yaksha, to like huh? us, to be honest with you. You know, Father Yaksha? No. Oh. oh, maybe he has actually. I don't really actually know him to, that well. To who? Yeah, yeah. for a treat. Yaksha, demons. Pretty bad on the tongue, I gotta say. Hard on the eyes to look at, though. On the uh, tongue? Oh, what? The only, the only reason I didn't believe you was because... I can't believe I'm actually talking about this bitch. But my sister, Mariella, this is what I want to talk to you guys about. I saw her literally blast one of those things in two. A yaksha? Or a... a, a I don't know, the Rukzasha, whatever you're talking about. <laughs> whatever you claim he killed. My sister. Yeah, yeah, sure. I hear she's in the Ina Isle. Have you guys heard of her? Mariella? We have been behind. We wouldn't know her, right, Ryan? Guess I have. I mean, that's up to you. She's guys. legend. Ain't up to me. Make a history know. check. I'll, I'll do that. Well, okay, so here's the thing with Yome is she's not actually from that island, so she she hasn't been there that long. So I would say no. Okay. okay. I'll do a history. 17 is pretty good. You you have heard the name. I'm going to roll just to see. Nope. You have not heard the name with a history <laughs> check of eight. Why would you? Not you. You are on the aisle. <laughs> hey, he's gotten around being a piece of Hota, shit. Hota would roll at a disadvantage because he is not roll from again. the Uitsuna aisle. So roll again at a disadvantage. Hota right. Lube. Yep. Oh, right. oh my god, he said I know no. The dice no, she's a legend. 21. He oh, said fine. I know that bitch. You have heard you have heard the name, but that is all you've heard of. I may have heard the name somewhere. Um, didn't think much of it. Why? My father may know her. He's also from Tierster. Yeah, well, the goal is for people to stop talking about her and start talking about me. But why? Are She's you, your sister. Are you the younger sister? No! Actually, yes. But it matters not. You're well, supposed to love your sister. I'm the, young, I'm the youngest of three. One's dead. Nope. So there's just her left. She was the middle. I'm with her all the time. I do love her. I protected her. I helped her. 
And when all these stories are told, all the, the glamour and the glitz of the lifestyle comes into play, she treats me like another fucking commoner. Well, you're not a commoner here. I can see you. Straight eye. You seem strong enough. I thought so. She wouldn't fucking let just any anyone roll with her. It need she needed me. She acts like she doesn't. She's still out there acting like she doesn't, but I'm gonna prove something to her. Sooner rather than later, my real accent's coming out. Uh, don't let it bother you. Fine yeah, too, don't worry. Yeah, have a hit of this. Give it to me. Uh, it's from Mogata, of course. Can I roll I constitution? Yes. And see if there's some good shit or some go trash. Ahead, go ahead. You, you guys should. Oh, uh, that shit is Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> smoking dirt. He, he's enough. Smells dank as shit. But Stella hasn't smoked in forever, so she's. <laughs> uh, easy now. He takes the pipe back. You gotta be careful with this stuff now. You, you guys really shouldn't be smoking in here. You know that, that's that's kind of rude. In front of in the, in the Lord's house, like this. The Lord ain't here. Oh, I thought he was going to be the goody two shoes, and now it's turning out to be you. Ooh. The Lord is not no, in I this room. I spoke up for you. Stop. Listen, uh, don't narc uh, on us, Roy. The Lord is not in this room, so we shall do what we like. <laughs> so we're going to really use that badge for good use, is what I'm hearing. Uh, Yome is late to the fucking party, and she tells, um, "Shit, what's your girl's Estella?" She tells Stella. Oh, shoot. You're not a commoner. You're a purifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this shit. She pulls out her, uh, deep down out of her cardigan, and she pulls out a gold chain that says Bogan Hahn. <laughs> They're gonna put some fucking respect on my name. Right here, you right get, now. You gotta get uh, two, like, you know, knuckle rings on each hand, a Bogan Heim. That's what oh, you need. God. When I get some more money, that's the first thing I'm going to do. She starts out, uh, she moves her plate to the side and starts banging on the table, making a beat. <laughs> then she starts rapping, representing for that Bogenheim, that Bogenheim, Russia show that victory is mine. It's not a lie. I'm here to make a name for myself. So it's going down by sundown. Everyone will know me in this town. And when I get my show rolling, I'll become a star. Put the spells away and sing out every single bar. Have my background dancers and singers ready to go. And if you want to travel with me, then baby, just let me know. If she's banging on the table, she's fucking swinging her chain. She's in her element. <laughs> it sounded good. I have no idea what kind of music that is, but you just let it flow. It's the new shit. And when I take the my traveling shit. show on the road and show the world that I can kick ass and kick rhymes, the game's going to change. She's gonna I believe be, you. She's going to be looking over the crowd, trying to see what everyone's fucking looking at. And I'm going to make sure she can't get in. By the gods. <laughs> what is the name of this crew going to be? We had Cat and Co. season one. I don't know what to call you all. For the fires. Two. That's yep. what Brian called us earlier. Purifiers. The purifiers. <laughs> so as the four of you are having no, we're the purest fires. Hey, the purest fires. Oh, One man. of the other purifiers that is sitting at another table looks over at you guys. It's one of the bugbears. Bugbear stands up from his table. He walks over towards your group. Ah, hello, welcome. I am Ugurk. You all are strong, yes? Uh, yes, we are, apparently. 
Well met, old Gork. Ah, yes, I am from Mazugro. I come here to smash heads of Yaksha. I couldn't help but overhear that some of you never fight Yaksha before. Is that true? Why? No one said they were going to be listening. (laughs) You are very, talk very loudly. That's not true at all. I did not roll for that. (laughs) I fought plenty of Yaksha. You understand, Yaksha um... are very dangerous, evil spirits that corrupt all that it comes across. You fight Oni before, you know Oni? He, lo- he points over at the ogre that's sitting at the same table that he came from. The ogre over there. Oni is a corrupted version of an ogre. The Yaksha can be anything corrupted. The goblin over there could have six arms like Goro. No, that's four arms like Goro <laughs> with red eyes and fangs. You do not know what Yaksha does to you. It is scary. I hope you are prepared to fight Yaksha, just like Ugruk. Well, uh, what's your name again? Ugruk. It sounds Ugruk? like you just burped. <laughs> do you what? have a cousin in Tirsir? I have no family in Tirsir. That's I not am... true. You're definitely Grasha's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Grasha is an orc, okay? A half orc, mind you. Sir, okay. I, I must say it's very point rude to point. Just, just, just putting it out there. <laughs> Listen, Ugruk just trying to watch the backs of his now fellow purifiers. We are all same team. A Cheyenne guard, yes? We celebrate tonight. I'll lift my drink up to that. He lifts a, a tankard up because he's not drinking from... Well, actually, he's drinking from a flagon. You know, the whole thing. The bugbear raises his glass as well. Ah, yes. Two becoming purifiers together. Oh. Two purifiers. The purest fire. (laughs) Yeah, Holt is not drinking from a glass or a cup. This is an entire flagon. Stella's holding her whole plate up. Well, the the bugbear. Yep. (laughs) The bugbear, he toasts or he you know, drinks with all of you. And as you all begin to drink from your glasses, flasks, whatever you have, the door is open and you hear one of the guards go, the Lord has stepped in. All pay attention. Oh, damn. He's spilling some of the beer. (laughs) Swiping his mouth. He puts the flagon down and he stands up stiffly. As Uh, as he does so, Lord, your pipe. He's going to make a roll. He's kind of putting it away. Take me up, make herbs me, out of it. Make me a slide of hand check. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. That's a one that you just rolled. That's a one. You know that shit stinks. Yes, it does. The room stinks, bro. Yo, as, as this happens, Lord Ishiro, he steps in. And as he does so, he makes way to the chair that oversees the entire room. And as he sits down to his chair, he looks over at all of you and he just begins to sniff and he smells the stench. Who dares smoke in my residence? 
Stella stuffing more garlic cloves in her mouth, trying to mask it the smell. It is <laughs> a vile smell, and I do not appreciate it. And he looks over, and he can see Hota struggling to hide <laughs> the pipe with his roll of one. And Osho just stares at Hota, Lube. And he just narrows his eyes at you, Hota. He looks disappointed. Because he thought you were the soldier that you acted to be. <laughs> and he just looks at you and he sighs. Put the pipe away, Hota. Oh, my apologies, my lord. He drops to one knee, head down. Ooh. <laughs> I know. My apologies. I like the other personality better. Well, we know who you are now. Do not allow me to find you smoking that pipe in my home ever again. Do you understand, Hota Lube? Yes, my lord. I did. I just did not know the rules of uh, such devices. B- apologies. Pardons. Pardons. May that be a lesson to the rest of you. Now. With that being said, I hope you all have enjoyed the feast and are getting to know one another. Your missions have been provided to me by Soga himself. Your transportation has been prepared and you shall be setting out this very night after you finish your meal. However, I am here to inform you of your missions. As I mentioned before, you're all going to be sent away in different directions. So I hope you all have gotten to know the other squads. But first up, your squad, Hota Lube, you all will be going to the northwest towards a small village by the name of Tano along the Shikuzen Peaks Mountains. We had sent a group of purifiers there a few weeks ago, and we have not heard back from them. It is said that the Yaksha have been causing issues there in Tano, and the residents there are in need of aid, but the purifiers we have sent have not responded. You are to travel to Tano Village and aid the purifiers that were sent and investigate on what is happening there. And afterwards, you will report to Kaori Shrine to the east of Tano, near Narono Lake. You are not to report back to the shrine, however, until you have aided the purifiers there in destroying the Yaksha in the vicinity. Yes, my lord. You understand. The people and villages there at Tano are in need of aid and your protection. We cannot send soldiers to every village because our manpower is low due to the current war. So you are their only protection. Do you understand? Yes, my lord. Understood. Very good. You will be leaving tonight in the next hour. Your wagon will be led by an orc by the name of Zodi. She comes from Mazugro and she is an imperial soldier from Mazugro herself. It is a one-way road, a one-way ticket. She is to transport you and return. Once you are transported, you are to find your own way back to Kaori Shrine. You have that understanding. Zodi will not be there to take you around as if she was your chauffeur. 
She is leaving you there at Natano and leaving you there to fend amongst yourselves. And then he continues to talk to the other groups to give them their missions. You can hear that they're all also going to separate areas of Shimada. And as he does so, he just lets out a sigh and he shakes his head and he stands up. This will be the last time you see me for the evening. I wish you all good luck on your missions. And I pray to the Omnikami that you come back safely. He begins to step out. And do not pull that pipe out again in my domain, Hota Lube. He twitched. Yes, my lord. As you say. With that, he steps out of the room, leaving you all one last hour to finish your meals before you begin to travel to the village of Tano. Uh, Hota exhales. <sighs> wow. He said within the hour, huh? Man, I ain't got enough time to go find a woman to warm the sheets, you know? No. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to re- shower I, after rest. I, I I got a question. Like, why did they mistake, decide to make you the leader? Why did he talk to you? Because he thought he was a good soldier that could set a good example, but he's just like the rest of us. I, I, I don't know if I resent that or not. I told uh, you that was rude to, to to pull a pipe out like that. I didn't see any rules written. Did you? And why'd you try to hide it? I, it, I was in the presence of a uh-huh. law. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you like getting cut? Is that why you did it? For the thrill of it? I'm just going to go for my drink over there. You go ahead and talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Do what you want. He lifts up a flag and walks walks over to a, walks over somewhere to stand, stand under something. Uh, Roy's tinkering with his gauntlets again. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm working on my armor. Uh, well, part of my armor. I still haven't found the right materials for, for the base of it yet, but working on these gauntlets. I don't mean um, to be rude, but you work on like a lot of armor and a, and a lot of um, weapons. It just seems like you should know how to fix that. I mean, they're they're not broken. I'm improving. How long does that take? I mean, it's it's a trial. They're they're something new, something I'm going to create. I'm going to create a great set of armor, you know, that give it that Royce stamp of approval, the royal treatment, as you will. I really hope you do, because I did lie for you. So I really hope you're not also bad at armor stuff. Um, yeah, because mine is kind of old and beat up from traveling with my sister. She lifts up her cardigan parka thing, and there's some... It's like torn to shit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not flashing you. You have At least not on the first date. She has some studded leather armor under there that's kind of worn. And you haven't heard of my shop, the Royal Royce? Uh, no, that sounds like it's something for rich people. It does. <laughs> Because I make I make top quality armor. Oh well, now that we're practically family, that should come with a discount. Jeez, Damien, is that you? <laughs> so you know, Damien Royce, will have on that one. You can think about it. She continues to eat for her size. She can put away some fucking food. She loves to snack and eat. 
So she just said that like it's nothing. I'll let you think about it. and goes back to put more on her plate, especially since it's free. You know, for them to say this may be our last meal, they could have let us pick it. Well, how, how about this? Uh, you do some songs for me because, you know, since my father's not here to sing songs because he's a bard too. And I'm going to make picture. ads for you for Royal Royce. Mm-hmm. You should make them them uh, radio ads with mm-hmm. a jingle. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hmm. We should make that. We should make that like a uh, in the middle of our podcast. It's like a fake ad for oh, Royal Royce. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm liking this idea. We'll just record it, insert the little jingle, like when we go to take a break or something. <laughs> well, I got to see the quality of your work. You know, I don't lie in my rhymes. So if it's trash, I'm not going to like hype it up, you know. Although the stuff you have on looks really well made. So I'm not throwing shade, man. Just saying, try to show me some more of your stuff, you know. Uh, that's a deal. To eat? Are you going to eat that? Uh, you go ahead. It's not hey. really, uh, it's not fish. I enjoy Thank fish. Thank you. She reaches not over fish. and takes the entire plate. Yep. <laughs> Holter's going to swagger back to the table. Welcome back. You done with your rehab program? I'm fucking with you. He like no. wipes his nose. He wipes something away. He have no idea what it was. <laughs> oh, wow. shit. You're down bad, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, and no we can make a rehab you. commercial. <laughs> Hold on. I got ideas. What's if going we ever, on? If we ever go to my family, if we ever go to my neck in the woods, I've got to show you where I used to get my good shit. I hope he's not dead. Good shit? No, I heard you was a bard. Do you know any songs about uh, Marto Stacks of Merle Guitar? I may have been paid to write one in my past, yes. Good. You should sing that at every um, guard station possible so we can get him arrested. Arrested for what? Marlo Stacks is a shit sandwich with feet. So he's taking bribes, more bribes than I have, of course. Didn't you say that's who gave you your grass? No. Oh. No, not at all. But we know the same people. I don't know how to listen. Okay. We know the same people. More or less. You have the same dealer? More or less. (laughs) Well, he paid me to kind of write a song that was supposed to, like, intimidate people. Not sure how well it worked. That sounds like Marlo Stacks. Yeah. Busted. Oh, it's whatever. He slouches in the chair again. Arm draped over the, uh, the edge of his chair. Maybe when you're feeling a little less uh, rowdy, I'll sing it for you. I'm rowdy. I'm yeah. rowdy. Put something up your nose and you came over here looking just a little different, man. No, oh, I'm feeling laid back. I feel good. When you put stuff up your nose, you don't get laid back. You get energy up my nose i don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. oh maybe i i misread yes. it's okay i'm not judging man you i mean that rogue life oof, i've heard some stories <laughs> i'm judging you kind of do that a lot like how old are you how, have you had many friends a boyfriend talking to me or are you talking to yeah that? yo may you seem kind of mean whoa Oh, you don't hurt my feelings. We're cut from the same cloth, you and I. 
I think shifters are generally like they're they like, age faster, but they don't live as like super long time, right? Like they live. They're similar to humans, yeah. To humans, but, but, but they like age up faster. I yes, think, right? correct. Yeah. So she's like twenty something. Yeah, I'm not shy about asking people about their age. I'm fucking two hundred something. Jeez, I lose Dang. track sometimes. You've been alive too long. Don't do drugs. <laughs> I thought exactly. <laughs> I'm not mean. I just. I'm the middle child, and I don't get a lot of attention. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. I think. She's I mean, I think nice. a lot of the same stuff that you say. I just keep it to myself because you know. Well, normally can't... no one's listening to me, so they don't actually hear the stuff I say. So maybe that's the problem. Well, no. I think you're very nice, Yomi. <laughs> don't make me regret it. Yeah, you're an interesting sort, like the rest of you. I don't know about you. I'm sus on you. You don't like me very much, do you? I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what you're about. Like, if you like getting in trouble, or if you try to get praise, or... I just have some bad luck, that's all. You just seem like you're, like, two different people. I don't get it. I'm Holta. I can't be anybody else. I'm watching you. Ah, back at you. Hmm. And he, uh, like looks, off, he looks off in the distance. The way you say things. Rise, lay back. He's weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as you keep having your conversations, eventually the room, you can see several, or I should say a couple people enter. And there is this orcish woman in in Mazugro Imperial armor. She's got this black and gold armor all over her. She has this long black ponytail and this glaive on her back. She steps towards your table. And if you remember, Oshiro mentioned an orc lady by the name of Zodi would be taking you guys to Tano Village. She looks down at you all. She stands about 5'9". Not as muscular as Grasha, but she is fairly muscular. And she just gives you all the stern look. You are the group I am taking to Tano. Let us go. It is time. Oh, it's nice to have a beauty drive us. He sweeps his hair back. Hey, he's hopping. Mm. Oh, she's feeling it, man. You might want to roll for you that. You are not fooling you me anyone. For that. Yome, Yoma's, got, Yome's got like, her eyes are like thinned and she's looking at you real sus right now. Roll the persuasion. Charisma, Charisma. or persuasion. Yeah. Nah. She looks yeah, over at Hota. <clears throat> The Lord has mentioned about you, Hota. I heard about your pipe that you smoked in the Lord's domain. Damn, he ain't waste no time going to the back talk cold cat shit. Oh, word travels quickly. <laughs> well, you know that kiss ass from the yard? <laughs> smoking in my Poser. goddamn house. <laughs> word does travel quickly. I heard you. I take you heard about my other impressing deeds. Your deeds do not impress me, Hota Lube. Now pack your belongings. We are heading to Tano Village to cleanse. Tough crowd. Sounds like we're going to kill a village, please. It does sound like it. <laughs> it sounds like genocide. I don't know about right, that. She's going to drop us off and want nothing to do with us. She's like, kill everyone in this fucking village. They're all crap. Like, whoa, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> She turns around, begins to walk out, and you can see that other soldier-like 
individuals are also doing the same to the other groups at the other tables. But Zodi, she leads you all out after you have been well-fed and you have your belongings. She leads you back out into the courtyard through the gates where there is a wagon waiting for all of you that is being led by two horses. And we will end this episode of Taverns and Caverns there. Thanks again for listening to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. If you enjoyed our shenanigans, we ask that you please leave us ratings and reviews on Apple iTunes or any other podcast platform that you use. Also, please be sure to check out the Taverns and Caverns Patreon for exclusive content that you won't want to miss. You can find me on Twitter at HaphazardDM. Yo, I'm Brad. I play Stella. And you can follow me on Twitter at Blaze underscore Nancy Bride King or NBK. I am Robert Jones and I played Hota Lu Bay. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Truebone, T R U B O N E. I'm Felicia and I play Yome. You can find me on Insta or Twitter at Dagger Tribal. I'm Rod or Rodimus playing Roroy Rice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rodimus7901 or at Instagram at Rodimus83. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Those are all of our players and our cast members for Taverns of Cavern Season 2. Until next time, take care.